rescuers. Now, I know not everybody likes call-ins, and so I've separated the call-ins from the main show in Season 9. But to get us off to a good start of the series, I had a mix of hangover call-ins, if you like, late-arriving call-ins, which I didn't get to share at the end of Season 8. Now, I have to be honest, this episode contains a mix of the fantastically sublime and the utterly ridiculous, and I'm not going to make any apologies for that. And... Also, it's a real mixed bag, so make of it what you will. But anyway, let's dive in to Delayed Blast Call-Ins. Hi, Che. It's Gav, uh, Gav Biggles. Yeah, I wanted to respond to sort of two uh, points. Uh, the first about sort of canonical law and the second about creativity. Um, for me, as someone who is, is relatively new back into the game, having uh, source books and, and, and modules, um, rather than being um, a barrier to entry for me, it, it offers me a, a kind of a safety net. You know, if I'm not sure of what I would put in here, uh, then there's, there's plenty of, of books or, or online materials that I can find to allow me to find plots, plot hooks, NPCs, you know, dungeons, all this type of thing. Um, so for me, um, I don't see, um, yeah, this sort of idea of canon as being, you know, absolutely set in stone. Um, I guess I regard it as something where... Uh, this is, you know, one person's or one faction's narrative of what was supposed to happen, what is happening in a given world. So therefore, I'm happy to use it as a dungeon master um, and just to, to take bits here and there as I want. And similarly, if I'm playing in a game, um, I'm happy that the dungeon master might present an alternative uh, set of, uh, you know, truths that may or may not have happened within their world. You know, um, I'm not, I'm not, um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think you know, all of these things don't have to be, you know, narratively true historical fact. You know, they're, they're always presented with some kind of bias. Um, and I'm happy to accept that. Um, and secondly, that the, the thing that really helps me is that I am a creative person. Um, but, the one way that my brain does not get creative is in terms of storytelling. Um, I, I find it difficult to come up with plots, to come up with, you know, uh, intriguing mysteries. Um, and so using these materials um, really, really helps me. Um, and I suppose that, that finally links to this idea of a sort of a daily creativity. Yeah. So for me, um, because I don't find it easy, you know, um, plotting um, some kind of, you know, campaign or populating a, 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 a campaign world. For me, yeah, that that's not um, relaxing. That doesn't, I get a sense of achievement, of course, when I've done it. Um, but that doesn't um, provide me with that kind of mind switched off creative time for me it, it's uh it's painting minis uh it's uh scratch building terrain uh s things that never really get used even in my games but provide me with a a moment of time where i can sit turn off um and you know 
I get a sense of satisfaction for something of being being completed. Um, and, and I guess that's one of the, the great things about this particular hobby, isn't it? There are so many different avenues that you can go down, reading, campaign building, world building, writing stories, creating characters, painting minis of characters, making scratch terrain. You know, there, there's so many different avenues that we can pursue um, on a on a daily basis that, that we get to scratch all these different kind of itches that we have. Um, anyway, yeah, interesting episodes as always. Um, hope you're well. Take care. Bye. So Gav Biggles there kicking off our show. And thanks, Gav. That is a wonderful, wonderful call-in on canonical law, creativity, and obviously all of the different things that, well, frankly, different people enjoy in this hobby, which is why I love it so much. And yeah, I think you spoke to me in a good way about canonical law because I've previously obviously been in a position of like, oh no, that overwhelms me. Um, But I can see how, yeah, I think it could be a really useful thing. And recently, the Alexandrian, um, Jason Alexander has got a a new YouTube um, channel. And on there, I noticed he was talking about how, uh, he does a little article um, basically about how you um, are maybe missing out if you don't use canon and he shows a lovely way of digging into canon and that is to simply start somewhere small and where there's not much written and kind of allow yourself to flex into that space and actually when i think about it there are so many settings and so many things where obviously the the limits of book publishing mean that you cannot have you know, exhaustive detail and of course you start somewhere where you feel comfortable and you just kind of lean into that. And I think I could see the appeal of that. On creativity, yeah, I guess we're very different in that. Um, I like to try and do a little bit of a time. Although, to be honest with you, that has not been a reality for me in the last sort of six weeks or so. Work has been so incredibly difficult that actually sitting down and doing a chunk at a time has been way more rewarding for me. And yes, Gav, like you, mini painting used to be something that calmed me down. Maybe it's something I need to rediscover. Um, but anyway I just wanted to thank you so much for the call it was a great comment and I guess we better follow this up with some ridiculous kind of thing from Frank ha 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 I just spent 10 minutes leaving a message that didn't actually get recorded well here it is I just started listening to the oddball episode Uh, Yes, I am that far behind. And I am... uh, I don't know. I'm really... uh, honored that you were inspired by my call. Uh, Thank you. But uh, I wanted to let you know that... uh, you're wrong and you're wrong because the correct pronunciation of the letter is Z not Z Z is somebody's name yes I know you're probably gonna tell me that you know you guys across the pond invented the language but just as Gary invented D&D he was playing it wrong too. Nah, just kidding. <laughs> Hope you got a chuckle out of that. Talk to you soon. Aloha, Che. It's Brian calling in. I just wanted to 
give you a few of my thoughts on episode 814, your GURPS discussion with Christopher Rice. And I really appreciated this, and I think I fall in the category of, one, I'm definitely not a GURPS player. Uh, I have been interested in it. And two, as you said, I still found a tremendous amount to take away from the discussion, especially in terms of the preparation and the game world and thinking about the different factors you want to put into you know, a game, whether it's a campaign or just a session. And so I like the way that you guys approached it. And interestingly enough, I am tempted to get back and take a look at GURPS. I, I had seen it out, just never got into it, kind of maybe treated it as a little bit of a, of, of a joke, but not a joke. But I was a Steve Jackson Car Wars fan, so maybe I should give it a shot. Cheers. Hey, Che, Brian, again, just uh, part two on the 814 feedback. I was thinking about it after I sent the message. You know, I said I, I perhaps thought GURPS was a, a bit of a, a joke when it came out. Um, I, I, I don't think it's uh, unfair or untrue to say that the name made it sound like it, or it was, a, I think I read somewhere that it was, uh, it was given that name, and it's a little silly sounding, and it just stuck. But, I, I mean, in all seriousness, I think when it came out, and I was obviously younger, didn't know really what to do with it or didn't really at that time appreciate the appeal of a universal role-playing system. And I will say, actually, after listening to your episode and then starting to look at some others, it is amazing how many source books there are. And of course, this gets back into the, the problem of here's another system I want to learn and maybe play with. Just too many games, too many systems, too little time. Cheers. Brian, thanks so much for calling, and I'm glad that you attempted to have a look at GURPS again, uh, the generic universal role-playing system by Steve Jackson Games, of course. And yeah, the name was originally a little bit of a joke. It actually tells you that at the start of the GURPS rulebook. But you know what? It's stuck, and it's um, well, it does the job, I suppose. I think the problem with GURPS is that many people think they know what the game is like, but they have perhaps not played it, or if they have played it, you know, they haven't played it enough. <laughs> but man, I'm just glad that you responded so well to um, 8.14 and, you know, we're thinking about it. If you like, sometime maybe, you know, we'll give you a game. I know there's plenty of people in the RPR community who would love to introduce someone new to GURP. So thanks, Brian. Now then, the next call is from Gav, who was calling in in response to some comment I'd made around doing a school assembly and receiving lots of positive feedback from actually dozens of colleagues, but not being able in any way to believe that this was anything more than a conspiracy to somehow butter me up and make me feel better. And yeah, Gav's right. It is ridiculous. Hi, Jay. It's uh, Gavin, Gav Biggles. Um, I was just... Um, I, I laughed out loud uh, just now. You were reflecting on your act of worship um, feedback from, from members of staff. And um, as someone who uh, has previously suffered from... Well, let, let's be honest, you know paranoia um and um you know psychosis mine was was due to substance abuse um but yeah i can completely identify with looking uh at how you feel uh and recognizing the insanity of that particular feeling um and it it being so difficult to 
separate the logic from the emotion with that. Um, I mean, the only thing I guess I can say is that, you know, for me personally, um, the process of recognising that uh, disparity between reality and head fiction um, is... eventually you know being able to see that as as a ridiculous phenomenon that's part that's the first part of that kind of healing process um and um for me you know i i i had to over many times you know, over many years see things as being ridiculous and then the power of that thought that negative thinking over time and also by doing work on myself um it has 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 diminished you know there are extremely rare fleeting uh glimpses of that past in my brain but you know over the years now my brain doesn't automatically jump to that negative thought um uh, so, so yeah, I guess you, for me, you know, getting to that breakthrough of seeing this thinking is crazy. Uh, that was the first step of, of becoming a more emotionally mature or emotionally well person for me. Um, so no, I, as I said, I, I had to laugh out loud cause I, I have been in that situation before um, and I know many others who have been in that situation. Um, and when we talk or when we listen about it coming from somebody else, of course we can see it for the the ludicrous nature of it. It's not so easy, you know, when it's ourself. Um, so I, I, I completely get where you're coming from. Um, and I guess, yeah, my message of hope would be that for me over the past seven years since I've been um, really working on myself, it has improved, you know, uh, not only can I see the ridiculous nature of that type of thinking, I can feel the ridiculous nature of that type of thinking. And, um, and therefore, you know, I, I'm, I'm more positive. Anyway, uh, that it made me laugh. And, and I had to send you a message. All right. Cheers. Bye. <laughs> Cyberman style, a Doctor Who reference. What's next? Is there going to be a Monty Python reference? (gasps) All right, so that's about it from me. Thanks to uh, Gavin and Brian and, of course, Frank for just popping in a few call-ins in the interregnum. I really did appreciate their thoughts, especially um, all the ones from everyone apart from Frank. I'm just joking, Frank. What's that now? Oh, yeah. And, um... By the way... Why don't you knock it off with those negative waves? Why can't you just dig how beautiful it is here and say something righteous for a change? Rescue! 